0: Welcome to a very special edition of the Scumbags Wrestling Podcast. I'm Sean, I'm your host, coming to you from London, Ontario, and it is 7 o'clock in the evening on Sunday. We are just an hour away from going live on uh, Impact for Slammiversary 16. Right now I'm going to do my predictions as soon as possible and get this up and loaded so it's ready in time for 8 o'clock when you we'll be sitting back and watching Impact as well. For more in-depth analysis of this pay-per-view tonight, be sure to check out our friends over at the sharpshooter.ca as Chris Maloney has done backgrounds and coverage for Impact and we'll do so on upcoming return of the Sharpshooter podcast.
1: has been a year of impactful moments. Impactful action. Why is it important to shine on the big stage? Because it validates that you are a main event player. Because it validates that you're the world champion.
0: Impactful drama. I did it! I put the head out on you! You... And impact Impactful memories
1: that have
2: connected our fans like never before, which leads us to tonight. My destiny, my journey, and my quest require me to shine like the brightest star in the sky. At Slammiversary, I want that spotlight on me.
1: The Slammiversary is the night when passionate fans from around the world come together. You can't have slam Slammiversary, not the mayor of Slamtown, Johnny Impact. To believe. To celebrate. And to dream. Slammiversary gives fans everywhere something to hope for. I want this match. Your mask versus my hair. I don't even gotta think about it. I'm gonna straight up say I accept. That tonight is about you.
3: No mind games are gonna shake me, and Su Young is not not going going to break me. me. Our
1: energy will be limitless.
3: I'm gonna show the entire knockout's locker room that if you get in my way, I have no problem running
1: you over. We told you our passion would be tireless. No, uh, no, uh, no. Kenny Edwards, guess what, motherfucker? I have an obsession now with you. Well, here we are. Every play that I ever ran, every surgery that I ever had, every sacrifice that I ever made would pay off. And my arms is raised as Impact World Champion, Champion, Champion.
0: It's Sunday, July 22nd, 2018, and Impact Wrestling is back tonight with Slammiversary 16 coming to you from the Rebel Complex in Toronto, Ontario, Canada. It'll be airing on Pay-Per-View or the Fight uh, TV app at 8pm. There's a lot of action to be seen tonight. Our first match will be Ishimori versus. Johnny Impact vs. Phoenix vs. Rich Swan in an exhibition international match. It's extremely international with Johnny Impact recently getting married and living on an island, but he's from the US. We got Rich Swan who just recently debuted after his time with WWE and 205 Live. Plus, Ishimori has been with the Bullet Club over in New Japan, and Phoenix has wrestled on lucha underground and is part of the pentagon story right now these four have the ability to steal the show if it ends up being the opening match as i'm doing the predictions right now it'll be a hard uh, act to follow up but they'll definitely be all over the place and i see johnny impact coming out on top also tessa blancher will take on ali Both of these ladies are very talented, and Blanchard is a third-generation wrestler, while Allie comes right from here in Ontario. I see Tessa picking up the win in this, as she's going to be the new kid on the block and getting the bigger push.
1: (sighs) OVE Dave and Jake Christ. They're led to the ring by the vile Sammy Callahan. Last week, they tried to rip the mask of Phantasma off his face. Oh! He's going to take the mask of Pentagon's brother. He's back. That's Pentagon Jr.
2: Wow. No fear in me. And he takes out everybody. Things are far from over between Pentagon Jr. and Sammy Callahan.
0: Sammy Callahan faces Pentagon Jr. in a hair versus mask match. After Callahan survived Eddie Edwards, he turned his focus to Pentagon Jr. It started when OVE had a match against Pentagon and Phantasma. After the match, Callahan, who was never too far from the Kreese brothers, attacked Pentagon and tried to take his mask before being chased off by Phantasma. This started Callahan's mission to take Pentagon's mask, which he actually did at a show off-site. It was a beatdown three-on-one as OVE and Callahan beat on Pentagon, who immediately covered his face when the mask was taken off. Sammy would wear the mask to attack Pentagon's brother, Phoenix. However, Pentagon got the upper hand when he stalked OVE backstage and took out one of them one by one. This will be a hair-versus-mask match. With everything that's been done to lead up and the brutality that has been issued between all these men involved, I see there's only one solution, and it's not to insult the Mexican tradition of losing a mask by Pentagon Junior, especially when they might have to be elsewhere in the wrestling world at different shows, including back at Lucha Underground. The only solution I see coming under this brutal match is going to be seeing Sammy Callahan get shaved bald.
2: I will live in the moment when it arrives. At Slammiversary, you'll see a lot of people thinking about their glory. And you're going to see a lot of people hampered by their past. And you're only going to see one man living in that moment, and that is me. Your X Division champion. Do I feel momentum and impact wrestling? Do I feel the tidal wave coming I am the crest of that wave so I am riding it just like a guru when things get crazy things get intense here and the water seems impossible to navigate you see a bunch of heads bobbing around in the ocean people gasping for air other people trying to hold on for dear life you'll see me surfing right over their heads at the top of the wave just dancing The only moment I'm looking for is the one that is occurring right now at this present moment. Because that's all there is and that's all there ever will be. Anything else is just an illusion. For me to shine on the big stage is just the natural course of things. My destiny, my journey, and my quest require me to shine like the brightest star in the sky. At Slammiversary, I want that spotlight on me. I want the cameras on me because next year you will be asking people about what Matt Seidel did at Slammiversary and how it made them feel.
0: The X-Division title will be on the line as champion Matt Seidel defends against Brian Cage. Brian Cage has still not been pinned or submitted since joining Impact. This is not the first meeting between Seidel and Cage, however... In the, their past match, Congo Kong got involved and caused for a count-out. While I am a fan of Matt Seidel, since he was Evan born in WWE, I think it's time for Cage to take a title and almost do the whole Goldberg thing of WCW and get a secondary belt on his way towards the main event in months' time. There's a possibility that Khan could get involved again, but you never know. At this time, Cage is on a roll and should win this title.
1: April 22nd, 2018, the day that- The same guy that I live up in the mansion, and man, I still walk the same streets I grew up in. I still got my ear to the grindstone. The biggest mistake that he made was trying to take me out. Loyalty is everything. There's a code in the streets, and obviously King doesn't have any code. He played us all for suckers. You know exactly what happens to suckers in the streets. He's a person that I treated like a little brother. I taught him how to hustle them on the streets, I helped make it, and I knew that when I came back, that there was going to be hell to pay, and that's exactly what's going to go down. Familia, it's sangre, it's blood, it's all we got, when the money, when the broads, when everything stops, family's all we have. I never thought that uh, homicide and unhandled of all people turned on me by two cats that I helped, business decisions, personal stuff that we went through, and this is the way they paid me back. The only thing I gotta say is that they gotta pay for 5150 starting the street fight. Homicide Hernandez, we wouldn't be here if it wasn't for them. Homicide Hernandez, y'all paved the way? But for what? For this? For greed? For jealousy? I don't think y'all got it anymore. I don't think y'all got that fire that y'all had before back in 2005 when I was a little kid. You know the life we come from. I know the life you come from. 5150 Street Fight. We come in with fuego, Papa. It's what we do. It's what they do.
0: These two men are multi-time
1: tag team champions of the world. But they do not care about tag team titles. What we care about is taking off the young boys and taking off Conan. We got two rabid-ass pit bulls Ready to snap those links, you best believe that they ain't gonna take this spot without a fight. They going to have to pry for my dead bodies because your time is up. I'm the future, he's the past. Slam it's all about retribution. All we care is that we inflict as much bodily damage, as much emotion of the rest that we can. Keep talking about blood in, blood out. After it's all done, he ain't gonna have any blood left.
0: When you come at the king, you best not miss this. LAX.
1: 5150
0: to live and die in L.A.N. The Impact Tag Team titles will be on the line as LAX members Santana and Ortiz will face LAX original OGs Hernandez and Homicide in a 5150 street fight. At the last pay-per-view... Santana and Ortiz lost their tag team titles because they didn't have Conan by them, their side as he'd been attacked in the back and couldn't guide them as he had been in the past. With Conan injured, Santana and Ortiz had to go up by themselves until Eddie Kingston, also known as King from LAX New York branch, stepped up to help Santana and Ortiz and be their manager. It worked. It got them back on track, and they quickly won back the tag team titles. Um, when Conan returned to the fold, he found things being a little suspicious and too convenient for everything to fall into place, as it did. King actually did admit that there was a conspiracy against Conan, as they felt that Conan was washed up and couldn't really lead LAX any further. King admitted that he wasn't the only member of LAX to think this way as original members, Homicide and Hernandez, showed up and attacked Conan as well. Santana and Ortiz wanted to remain loyal to their leader Conan and refused to jump ship and join King and Homicide and Hernandez. And so they got a beat down as well. It's your basic story of old guard versus new guard and a whole lot of betrayal. In the end, I think the old dog Conan is going to have a few more tricks up his sleeve as being an original and lead his new tag team of Santana and Ortiz to defeat his old tag team of Hernandez and Homicide. So I see youth coming out on top and retaining they tag team titles.
3: I picked my daughter up from school one day and her teacher told me that that day in school they were talking about what I wanna be when I grow up. And a lot of the little girls wanted to be princesses and the boys wanted to be superheroes and they wanted to be firefighters, but my daughter, (laughs) she told her teacher, I want to be a superhero when I grow up, just like my mommy. And my daughter thinks that I'm a superhero because she watches me wrestle. She watches me on TV. She watches me chase my dream. She watches me wake up in the morning and go to the gym when everybody else is sleeping. She watches me train. And at her young age... Something about all of that resonates with her, to the point that she told her teacher that she wants to be a superhero like her mommy when she grows up. And there's nothing more motivating than having your child believe that you're a superhero. I did, I I asked her about it and she just smiled and she laughed and she said, yeah, I did. I also want to be a ballerina. All you
0: guys are going get me. The Knockouts Championship is on the line as Sue Young defends against Madison Rain. Rain had just come back to do commentary and announce Knockouts matches, but that didn't last uh, long. After not being impressed with some of Tessa Blanchard's antics, she stepped into the ring and beat Tessa Blanchard. She then got a win over uh, T- Taya Valkyrie, and those victories ended up getting her championship match against Sue Young. And champion Sue Young has been on quite the roll after defeating after defeating Rosemary, and Ali, and even Paige's mom, Soraya Knight, at Rise of the Knockouts. The dead bride and her undead bridesmaids have made quite the impact with impact wrestling. They recently stalked the challenger, Madison Rain, and took her to a field and swarmed upon her, which led to a really weird uh, video of Madison seeing herself at her own funeral and ended up back in the field covered in blood. Like I said, really weird very reminiscent of the filmings of the Broken Hardys character or even the Bray Wyatt stuff that WWE did. It would be interesting to see if Rosemary and Ali would come back in their dark characters and help out Madison Rain against the undead bridesmaids. If they don't end up returning to help out Madison Rain, it's very clear that Sue Young will retain the title. But if Madison is able to find a way of countering the dead bridesmaids and Sue so Young, she'll walk out with the Impact Knockouts Championship. Something
1: to help you. I threw away three to four years of my life obsessed with beating somebody. You beat him. It's over.
0: Eddie Edwards takes on Tommy Dreamer in a House of Hardcore match. This is another very long-term storytelling stretching back to last winter. For the last while, Eddie Edwards has basically snapped as his feud with Sammy Callahan and OVE sent him over the edge. Even though Edwards beat Callahan in a House of Hardcore match, it just wasn't enough for him to stop and move forward. Even his wife, Alicia, and Tommy Dreamer begged him to let it go and move on with his life, but he just wouldn't stop. He issued a challenge to fight Sammy in the forest, which he planned to murder Sammy Callahan. The brawl went all over the forest, and Eddie was about to dispatch a dispatch of Callahan before he could, though Tommy and Alicia found him in the woods and tried to stop him. Eddie didn't like being asked to stop and move forward, so he snapped and went after Dreamer instead. He even went as far as to accuse Dreamer of having an affair with his wife since they lost contact with each other, yet Dreamer seemed to know that they hadn't been speaking. So that's when Edwards accused Dreamer of sleeping with his wife. Dreamer even tried to leave Impact Wrestling and let Eddie be on his own and fix things with his own wife, but that wasn't enough for Edwards either. He went to the House of Hardcore and Tommy's own promotion and attacked him. This made things very personal between Dreamer and and Edwards and Dreamer challenged Edwards to a House of Hardcore match at Slammiversary. If everything we've seen so far in this buildup between Callahan and Edwards, and then the subsequent brawls with Dreamer, this is definitely going to be a bloodbath. I think at this point, Edwards is going to continue to be a loose cannon and get the win over Tommy Dreamer.
1: Career. When you mention the name Mr. Impact Wrestling I want you to think about the hardest working guy in this company which is me. Mr. Impact Wrestling. What does that mean to me? It means nothing. Moose is going to Slammiversary to challenge for the world title. The only man that can call himself Mr. Impact Wrestling is the man walking around with the world champion. Life has gotten me ready for this point. Now is the time. Moose is fast, he's strong, he's athletic, he's hungry. I'm sure he doesn't want to let his mother down. Luckily for her, she just loves her son. She doesn't love winners. You're going to see a Moose that you have never seen before. There is not one man on this roster that could beat me. There is an immense amount of pressure on me because if I were to lose to someone like Moose Every play that I ever ran Someone as inexperienced in the art of professional wrestling Every bone that I ever broke What would that make me? Every sacrifice that I ever made When you talk up a big game, you have to back it up and nobody talks a bigger game than me Will pay off and my arms is raised as impact world champion.
2: The title hangs in the balance live on pay-per-view. We will see you Sunday.
1: The one and only time you find yourself on the marquee. The one and only time you find yourself in the main event. The one and only time you find yourself with the opportunity to be the world champion. And I want your dear mother to be sitting front row to be proud of her son and everything is accomplished because after that night is over. Will remember Have
0: nothing. The the, the and finally, our main event of the night sees Austin Aries defending the Impact world title against Moose. Since the redemption pay-per-view, Aries has lost and won back the Impact title from Pentagon. While doing so, he also turned heel, which is a great Austin Aries as opposed to the baby-faced Aries that we saw in WWE. In the case of Moose, he won the opportunity to face the champion by defeating Eli Drake. In a move that's rarely seen in wrestling anymore, neither man have actually faced each other or gotten into the ring uh, to confront each other with all the build-up being done through interviews or video packages. Moose described his love of football and his love of wrestling and focused on his relationship with his mother, while Ares discussed how he didn't like to fail at his job and decided to wrestle. Ares, on the other hand, as being a heel, decided to focus on running down the challenger, and discuss how, unlike Moose, he didn't need to fail at his first job of football to decide to go to wrestling. Double A wanted to be a wrestler right from the beginning and has done everything he can to be a wrestler and a champion in this sport. Aries is determined to make Moose look like another failure in the world of wrestling and send him back to football, even if that means going to the XFL when it resumes. Their only physicality actually happened this past Thursday on Impact when Moose tried to call out. The only physicality that we've seen on this match happened this past Thursday when Aries and Moose were in the same ring at the same time. The champ tried to convince the challenger that he wasn't there with a video message, but then he snuck up on Moose from behind and attacked him with a low blow and a chair. But that wasn't enough to keep Moose down, and he soon came back and threw Ares into the corner as they faced off. In the end, I still don't see how Moose can end up taking the title from Austin Ares. Ares will find a way, by hook or by crook, to retain that title and prove that he is the better man tonight. I hope you enjoyed this uh, quick review and predictions of Impact Wrestling Slammer 16. It's happening in just about 15 minutes. So enjoy the show, and we'll be back later on this week with our full episode of our Scumbags podcast. Till then, have a good one.